Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Stanley Meyer and the car that ran on water. That's correct, Stanley Meyer and the car that ran on water. Now, this might seem a little bit of field from the normal UFO phenomenon we talk about on this podcast, but really it's not because Stanley Meyer is one of these characters that comes along every so often, claims to have this amazing uh, world-changing revelation or discovery, but before they can really uh, bring their product or their information to fruition, they end up dead. And that's what happened to Stanley. We've seen this happen uh, multiple times in the UFO investigative community where someone has come forward and claimed, made claims of underground bases or secret programs or even have found the secret to zero-point energy uh, used to propel UFOs. And before you know it, that fellow has either ended up developing a super-fast-acting cancer, uh, fell victim to some sort of questionable suicide, or was just straight-up murdered. Now... And this article we find from carthrottle.com, this article is about six years old, okay, so it's a little bit, uh, it's a little, it's a few years from the past, but I think it's still quite relevant. I'm not going to go into the whole article, but after they give you a brief outline of what a fuel cell is and explain how it uses water to uh, break away the hydrogen atom to power the motor, it goes on, it says Stanley Myers' background, so Stanley Myers was born on August 24th, 1940. He lived most of his life in Columbus East Side area and moved to Grandview Heights where he attended high school and completed education. After his graduation, graduation, he joined the military and briefly applied to Ohio State University. Ever since Stanley was young, he was always determined to build something new. His twin brother, Stephen Meyer, quoted, We were always building something. We went out and created our toys. He was the owner of many different patents, which range all the way from banking, oceanography, and even cardiac monitoring. He was a religious man and would usually credit God all his works that he had done so far. His favorite phrase was, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. By 1989, the patent office gave Stanley special preference due to his innovations. Most of them were usually accepted. Stanley's patents were usually put into into action eight months later after his submission, which was very quick. His patents usually take more than a year to be applied. The patent office thought Myers' technologies and applications were technologically advanced and ahead of its time. To date, Stanley Meyer applied for more than 200,000 patents. Just think of that. How would you even have time? But that's what it says, 200,000 patents. At the time the patents were being filed, Meyer worked at the Battelle Foundation in Ohio, a firm based on technological research and development for the greater of humanity. Most of its patents were developed there. He was also involved in the Gemini space program with NASA. Meyer's significant development in aerospace technology was the energy-feeding system on concept EBED, E-B-E-D, a part of the Star Wars project. Wow. Most of Meyer's work 
were solely funded or funded by himself. He was a man with the mindset of an entrepreneur. He was recognized by many national and international scientific boards and organizations. He won the awards inventor of the year in 1993 and received substantial support from other countries such as Canada, England, and Sweden. So you can see this guy is recognized as a, as a world-class inventor. 200,000 patents applied and he's getting special treatment from the patent office. So it's not just some quack, okay? It says, in the year 1975, during the Arabian oil embargo, Saudi Arabia was cutting its oil supply to the United States, and oil prices were drastically high. The U.S. was running out of oil, and many corporations became bankrupt or were losing lots of money as a result. The American automotive industry was under massive scrutiny as due, as due to oil being scarce and expensive. Demand for new cars dropped to near zero. Something had to be done. Stanley Myers then got to work developing a car that would revolutionize the entire auto industry and, in the United States, major dependence of oil and fossil fuels. In an interview, Myers said that it became imperative that we must try to bring in an alternative fuel source and do it very quickly. He meant that as an alternative fuel must be developed in order for the U.S. to be prepared in case another oil crisis struck America to keep the entire economy on wheels. So Meyer developed the hydrogen fuel car. He claimed that with his device, cars could be powered by water instead of gasoline, which was abundant. The fuel cell worked by splitting atoms of water into its most basic forms, two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom, thus named H2O. The hydrogen was then turned to was then burned to create energy, which will be delivered to the car's wheels. The oxygen, along with the remaining water, will be thrown away from the exhaust, which doesn't emit any harmful emissions for health and the environment compared to gasoline-powered cars. It was revolutionary. With that, with that mechanism applied to the mainstream auto industry, emissions from uh, automobiles would be eliminated, and the threat of global warming could potentially be reduced thanks to high hydrogen-powered cars, which emit only water and oxygen, it could also end the U.S.'s dependence on oil or even global dependence on fossil fuels. In general, as we were slowly running out of oil, it was the ultimate alternative fuel, and the best part is it's abundant and can be found everywhere. So as you can see, Stanley really had hit upon something. I'm sure he thought he'd found the answer to the world's problems. If we would just get away from having to pay for this expensive oil and use free water, imagine what that could do for our economy. He says, after a few months of development of his fuel cell engine, Meyer built a buggy vehicle which was powered by his revolutionary fuel cell engine. It worked like a charm. Meyer claimed that the device required less energy to perform electrolysis than the minimum amount hypothesized or predicted by conventional science. Now, of course, you probably know there's been a lot of talk lately about uh, electric cars and even hydrogen-powered cars, but the problem is finding a cheap way to produce the hydrogen from water. No one's been able to crack that code. But here back in 1975, Stanley Meyer said he'd figured out a way. It says Meyer showed off his, his brand new hydrogen power car and made demonstrations around the United States. Some of the people who saw his advanced contraption were professional <clears throat> Professor Michael Lafton, who was the Dean of Engineering at Mary College in London, Admiral Sir Anthony Griffin, who was a former controller of the British Navy, and Keith Henley, a UK research scientist. Everyone who saw the car was amazed at how innovative and revolutionary the, the entire concept was. They all agreed that Myers' fuel cell could turn water into hydrogen fuel with electrolysis, and, and turns out 
produce far more hydrogen than estimated calculations. Meyer claimed that this invention did what the Board of Scientists thought was absolutely impossible, turning casual tap water into hydrogen fuel and giving his hydrogen-powered car cross and, and, and drive his hydrogen-powered car across country with only 75 liters of water. So what's that about, like 20 gallons or something? I mean, this is, you can watch some of these videos on YouTube of Stanley Meyer driving around this, it looks like a dune buggy, which he claims is powered on water. It says, it seemed well until legal issues came. After a few months, a few months after the hydrogen fuel cell was developed, many allegations came from lawyers that the hydrogen-powered car was fraudulent and illegitimate. Many lawsuits, many lawsuits were formed against Meyer's inventions. This <clears throat> inventions, his water fuel car was later examined by three expert witnesses in court who found that there was nothing revolutionary about the cell at all and that it was simply using conventional electrolysis. Many investors claimed Meyer was doing nothing revolutionary and was just and was just doing a case of money laundering. The court ordered Meyer to repay all the investors who were who were against him as it was claimed illegitimate and was described as a gross, egregious fund. But despite all that, some were still defending him. A judge named Roger Hurley defended Meyer with a quote. He said, I would not represent someone who I would consider to be a shyster or a bum, said Hurley. He was a nice guy. On one fateful day in March 21st, 1998, Stanley Meyer was mysteriously murdered. While in a restaurant, along with his brother Stephen Meyer, along with two Belgium investors, Stanley was murdered by poisoning. Stephen Meyer remembered the events of what happened on that fateful evening. Stephen Meyer said, Stanley took a sip of cranberry juice. Then he grabbed his neck, bolted out the door, dropped to his knees, and vomited violently. I ran outside and asked him, what's wrong, Stephen recalled. He said, they poisoned me. That was his dying declaration. After a three-month investigation, the police concluded that Meyer had died of cerebral aneurysm, but many people who knew Meyer think that he was murdered, as his invention could have massively paved the way for free energy. Other evidence that he was murdered was that Meyer's patents attracted much unwanted attention from governments, mysterious investors uh, from overseas, and lucrative buyout offers. His brother, Stephen Meyer, even said that the two Belgium investors who were with Stanley on the day of the murder knew something. Quote, I told them that Stan had died and they never said a word, he recalled. Absolutely nothing. No condolences, no questions. I never, ever had a trust of those two men ever again. The perpetrator, along with its motives behind the murder, was never found. Today, the fuel still lives on with auto manufacturers, Toyota and Honda, selling fuel car. But Meyer's invention paved the way for a new alternative. Well, there you go. That's just one case of many of where an individual has come along. He's made an extraordinary claim. And with Stanley Meyer, he was driving his car around. Uh, it looked like it was running on water, although some people claimed that it wasn't. You know, Stanley seemed to have been a, maybe a little bit eccentric, uh, didn't get all of his ducks in a row as far as defending himself against his charges of fraud. But it didn't really matter in the end because Stanley uh, ended up dying, it almost seems violently, while his brother claims he was poisoned. Uh, conveniently enough, it was written as an aneurysm. Strange indeed. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.